I think the problem is you guys aren't fat enough to live in my apartment. I think that's um, what it is. Sure. Oh, that's the brown eye. I'm going to have to move my foot. <laughs> or it could just be that I'm acclimated to a climate that is considerably warmer, like my apartment. Could be. Because my apartment is toasty. And I am actively looking forward to being back in my apartment right now, which is surreal for me. Hmm. I'm also looking forward to that, you complainer. Mm -hmm. Damn right. When you try to kill me with cold overnight, I'm going to complain all day long. I woke up with icicles in my nostrils. Bitch, if I was trying to kill you, you'd be dead. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's secretly timid. Yay. Back after a one-week hiatus. Yay! Uh, we had to wait for there to be things to talk about because we all know how <laughs> how boring and uneventful our worlds are presently. Mm. Uh, it's Megs. I'm here with uh, Otieno. Sup? And John. Hi. And of course, Jesus. Praise Jesus! Hey, Otina, can you, can you turn me down a little bit? Oh, sorry, too sorry. Trying not to kill John today. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And uh, podcast mascot, Juicebox. Over here. In the, his house. With the chicken for the win. Yes. So, uh, how was your week, Otiano? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, ask, me sorry, thing, ask me the thing. Ask oh, me the thing. Oh, we've got a... Do we have a featured song of the week, John? <laughs> we do. So, Friday, I'm going to see Liz Fair, and I'm super excited about it. And this band is actually opening at for Liz Fair. Uh, Speedy Ortiz. I believe, they're, I, think, I believe they're a Massachusetts band. I could be wrong, and I'm not going to double check. Um, but the song that they're singing is actually a Liz Fair song. So it's like a two for one. They covered a Liz Fair song called blood keeper. So the featured track this week is blood keeper by speedy Ortiz. And they've given their blessing. No, <laughs> but since both tracks were unreleased, there's no legal liability. Okay. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Well, I hope you have a fantastic time. I hope I do. Too. That's really going to be something. Oh, and if you're like people in Dallas, if you're if anybody's at the show, um, say hi to me <laughs> if you see me, or go to the Grapevine at six o'clock. If you see his radio face with my poker friends, radio, I'll be there. Four. Yeah, I'll go. What time is it? Um, six o'clock. Six ish. We'll, we'll be right. there, and then we'll leave probably like I don't know eight ish. I'll go to go see the show. I'll go there. Uh, the fuck is that? Oh, I think Jesus is getting a text message. Skip it. It says snooze. I don't know. I don't know. It's it might magic. have been from your dad, God. Yes. Asking you to pick up. <laughs> He'll get a hold of asking you. Asking you to pick up uh, one dozen eggs. And, Jesus, thank uh, you for allowing us to use your technology. Yeah, thanks. Yes. We had a. We have a. Uh, we have a cuneiform tablet here. We're using to record the podcast. Today. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> that was not a knock on your laptop. That was yes, an allegory was. to Jesus level technology. Yeah, I'd, or a reference to. I've got your number, pal. How was your week, by the way, buddy? Special shout out to the sigh that IT people make when non IT people non IT people make fun of them. Special shout out to that sigh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, the um, simple people we're talking about. I did not say simple. I just said non IT. It's okay. 
I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm just saying we happening. have differing things we specialize in. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. It is. Um, I'm thinking of that Steven Universe song. Okay, so my week had a high point and a low point. I'm going to reference real quick. Uh, let's do low point first so that the high point can be a nice little palate cleanser. The low point was... Um, for those of you that know or don't know, I volunteer for a tea fund, a local organization that um, assists and facilitates Texas women having access to reproductive health services. Among them, and including, um, you know, uh, pap smears and uh, birth control, and that includes abortive services. And there is a clinic in Fort Worth, it's a clinic in Dallas, among the few left in the DFW. Um, uh, area after that debacle a couple of years ago where they decided to get mad about the width of doors and proximity of hospitals and other wacky things in a blatant attempt to close abortion clinics or at least cl- clinics that provide abortion services in Texas. Uh, they succeeded to a large degree. But um, so this organization, uh, one of our uh, podcast alumni, Nan, she or they, pardon me, um, uh, were involved with that organization for, for a while. And um, so I volunteer with them and do escorting. And basically, we stand in front of the clinic and hang out. And people into the parking lot were like, hey, come on over here. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you or whatever. Just try and make nice and pleasant and provide them with some kind of physical advocacy and support when they walk in to get their services, wherever those services may be, because there are protesters there all the goddamn time. Noisy, obnoxious, annoying, insane. Um, and I'm not going to go into the fact that like, it's not particularly Christian. I don't understand. I'm not a Christian myself, but like, it's not particularly loving that the way in which they go about trying to show their love for the unborn or otherwise, whatever. And they've gotten insane post 2016, not like a little crazy, like extra stupid, crazy pants. And it's psychologically trying and you have to resist like not yelling at people and stuff. And I feel really, really bad for the, Women they're trying to get services and what they have to deal with to it's deal with It's that abusive people. husband love. You just you can't understand. Seriously, it. and it's not even the best part is it, it, it it's hurts really, me to have to hurt you. Yeah, it's absolutely clear how how much it is an act of their own ego and or their own narcissism and or their own sense of self righteousness. Then it has anything to do with the safety or sanctity of or like sanity of anybody else except for their own egos entertainment and or amusement so did one of those on saturday do it once a month it's always psychologically trying however the high point of my week apart from doing the usual clinical shift type stuff was there was a panel i was a part of called the kiki over at um deep vellum books basically i was asked to speak as a queer person of color because apparently according to at least pop culture um, pan slash by black men don't exist. So I was like, hi, I'm here, just so you know. And um, I wasn't quite clear on what the audience was going to be. I had some friends help organize the event, but I didn't know who's going to show up. So I imagine my delightful surprise in the audience was comprised almost entirely of queer women of color, mostly lesbians. And so basically it was just like, I don't know, it was really, really fun. I look forward to doing the next one. We had a lot of really interesting discussions about um race and identity and queerness and navigating that space and navigating uh cultural uh, and or role and or model based expectations and having role models and or why representation matters and yeah it was a lot of fun definitely looking forward to doing it next time and and as we have talked about this before but we 
only didn't attend, not because we don't support you, but because it wasn't, the purpose was not for us. Yeah. We didn't want to impose. It was was an an interesting thing to be like, okay, so... (laughs) My instinct is to try and be as, hey, you guys totally come by, so on and so on and whatever. And I, I'd never really thought about the idea of having a space along those lines or having, hmm. I'm so interested in trying to make sure everyone feels comfortable. But that that is also something I can do from a place of privilege because as a large male, I'm not as concerned about feeling safe in a certain a certain set of con, uh, contesies. So as a result, when it comes to holding space for the people or enjoying space that has been held for me, I don't... Um, it's something that I've come to realize, oh, this is a thing. Oh, this is nice. Oh, and so uh, I really appreciate you guys' understanding of that. And to any listeners out there interested in attending, I mean, you know, think really, really hard about what you'd be going to get out of the space. Why you'd want to go. What are you looking to see? What are you looking to contribute? Are you there to make your opinion known or are you there to listen? Um, but yeah, that's a long discussion we have to get into right now. We can later if you'd like, but this is just about my week. My only regret is that the place that made the foam fingers doesn't take returns. <laughs> I pre- hey, you know, as long as they have them in a variety of skin colors, that's the important part. You know it. Yep. John. It was raining, that's why I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> that's why? That's why you didn't go? Uh, my week was good. It was uh, some highs and some lows and some introspection. The high was that uh, Donald Trump's dick looks exactly the way I thought it was. Ah, damn it! So there was like no surprise there. You took my hot topic. <laughs> um, it I can Not. never play Mario um, Mario Kart. Like <laughs> I was, I was a Toad player until this week. Thanks, John. For I was me. always a Princess Toadstool. Not this Peach. I don't. I don't understand the Peach thing. It's Princess Princess Toadstool. Hi, I'm Daisy. Why is it fucking? They call her Peach. I don't Hi, I'm Daisy. But um, so as a result of the uh, situation with Kavanaugh, a lot of people on my Facebooks are are sharing their why I didn't report. Um, and that led to a lot of interesting discussions with some former classmates of ours. And there were two in particular that I kind of wanted to talk about. And there's one that that stayed with me throughout ever since high school. Um, I was really involved in the theater department uh, on the technical side. I wasn't an actor. And um, there was a student there that um, was... <laughs> abused by all the students and the faculty there. I mean, she just was because she was very loud um, and just very exuberant and just made herself a very easy target because Mm. she was also kind of annoying. But we all were because we were in high school. And um, when I was a junior, I guess she was a sophomore. That's 11th grade, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We had a... The theater instructor, her name was Mrs. Benson. I'll say her by name because this really did happen. Nothing legal can happen because I'm telling the truth. Um, she told the student, she, the student was was cast in this role, and she kept on breaking character. And she told her that if you smile one more time, I'm going to allow every student here to pinch you. Uh, hey. That's not okay. Yeah, and she smiled, and everybody li- li- lined up and pinched her. And I can't remember if I did or not. I'm sure I probably did. 
And about like 15 students in, she just screamed and started crying and ran away. Yeah, that's definitely not okay. And years and years and years later, as part of my atonement, when I tried to uh, apologize for all the fucked up things I would do when I was drunk and otherwise, I or in high school, or in theater. high school, it, it stuck with me, and like I remembered this, and I felt really bad about it, you know, almost twenty years later, and so I messaged her because we were Facebook friends. And said, hey, I don't know if you remember this, but this really fucked up thing happened, and I'm really sorry for it. She never responded. And afterwards, I thought, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like, maybe that was fucked up for me to do. Um, But we'd still communicate on Facebook, so I assumed everything was fine. And then last week, she shared that story on Facebook. And I remembered it, and I felt awful. And I didn't do anything. I'm like, I'll read through the comments about her by saying, you know, really, that was really fucked up. And... I didn't comment on it because I had already kind of apologized Mm -hmm. privately and I didn't want to detract from it, you know, but it really got me thinking about all this other stuff that happened in high school that seems so normal at the time, but was really fucked up. And I don't know if it was a product of the time or what, but all the above. Except did it feel so normal at the time? Because you remembered it. I, it seemed normal at the time because the way that that, high school was structured i think for the athletics program for the band for the choir for the theater like all those clicks they looking back they were run like cults in a like we were like cult like and the the instructor had all the power the instructor had their favorites and the favorites did the instructor's bidding it was just i don't you know, I would think that as an adult, I'd be like, that's so fucked up. You legally can't do that. <laughs> you know? But as a kid, I don't know. You're just so st- just stuck in the moment. Um, but, yeah. So that happened. And then um, I spoke with another classmate who shared a story of abuse. And um, he's somebody that, like, we were in a couple of classes together. I wish we were friends um in high school like better friends like outside of high school but um we weren't he's gay and of course we didn't speak about it at the time um you didn't have to you have that gay telekinesis we did isn't it kind of telepathy weird how, not telekinesis how, they can move <laughs> only the thighs oh right shit i forgot yeah damn it is kind of interesting how all of my friends we all turn out to be somewhere on the spectrum and we kind of found each other in high school but anyway um we Talked a little bit about we. There's this other, prof, uh, I said professor, a teacher, in high school, who um, I didn't know was gay at the time, but I bumped into him at the village <laughs> station years later as an adult. I think I know this guy. He's 21, and uh, one of my friends said, "Hey, I dare you to go kiss, you know, Mr. So and so, Mr. So and so." And so I went up to Mr. So and so and said, "Hey, do you want to?" Hey, Mr. So-and-so. There were probably lots of dudes that went by Mr. So-and-so there that <laughs> night. Do you want to make out? We did. And then he said to me... <laughs> wow, okay. That's um, that's, that's a different kind of fucked yeah, up. That's, uh, then yeah. he said to yeah. me, I always thought you were so cute in uh, high school. And then uh, I was like, You got upset because a dude you just made out with said that they thought you were cute. And so I was immediately like... 
turned off and ran away. Wait, what? But then later I found, because that was fucked up, but later I found out this this Mr. So-and-so was like kind of living with a student at the time when they were in high school. I didn't know <sighs> this. And I don't know. So I just thought about about a lot of things that happened when I was a teenager that was just fucked up. That didn't seem like, well, that one, I guess I didn't know at the time, but I don't know. I don't know. So it was, it was kind of introspective week. Can we go back to something that you said earlier when you were talking about the the high school girl who got pinched? Yeah. You said um, we we still communicated on Facebook, so mm-hmm. I assumed that everything was fine. Yeah. And I think that's that's part of all of this big conversation that's going on. Is I that, agree entirely. I don't know if fine is a, the right... I don't know. Well, okay. What did you mean by fine? I'm, I just meant like our relationship. It was kind of like, I don't know if she, she, she never responded, but the fact that she was still talking to me. Meant that she wasn't upset with you or about no, not, it? No, maybe that she wasn't not. I don't I mean, I don't know because she didn't respond. But just that she didn't write me off as, you know, as I would some people that didn't treat me so well in high school. I'm like, fuck that guy. Like Jim Parrick, for example. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget him. I would definitely agree with both of you in the sense that, on the one hand, Megan, you're entirely correct that part of our issue is that unless the person, again, uh, um, that whatever grievance is perpetrated against says something, the person doing it, despite some part of them maybe thinking it's a little messed up, still allows themselves to think, themselves to think oh, no, it was fine. If it was wrong, they would have said something. No, I didn't yeah, say no, that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you're saying that, but I'm saying that you're, you're not, not get out of jail free card, but you're... Um, if you wanted to talk about this, then... Yeah, exactly. But also, on the same hand, you did reach out to them and try to apologize. So the ball is kind of in their court in that context to either mm-hmm. accept or refute your apology. And to be clear, they are under no obligation to forgive you and or accept your apology. Yeah, because, but, I mean, to be perfectly honest, part of that apology wasn't for her. It was for me. Mm, you know? Yeah, and, and maybe, they'd fe- maybe they detected that or felt yeah. that and hence didn't feel the need to respond accordingly. But the, the point is that there is that kind of back and forth of – or no, not even that back and forth. There is that pervasive belief in the society – um, especially, especially held by a lot of men in regards to the way they deal with women and or uh, sexual activity and or sexual harassment or even like proposition people altogether. And this is not to say that only men do this, but mostly men do this. And that is, well, if something was wrong, they would have said something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say it when you get married. Speak now or forever. Oh my, yeah. like, or you are trapped forever. If you're going to have a problem with this marriage in the next 60 years, you'd better like fucking say something right now. You don't say it now. Sorry. That's it. No, I don't want to. No uh, I don't want to get too detailed into this because it's uh, related to something we're going to talk about in Hot Topics. Yup. Um, so... But All I just want to say is, you know, just take a little time because for me, like I'm so focused, like when I think of high school, besides the good times, all the, the good friends that I still have to this day, I get so focused on the shitty experience that I have that I can, can completely overlook the times that I gave somebody else a really shitty experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I am literally still apologizing for shitty things I've done both in high school and beyond. And I don't know if I'll get through them before I die, but I'm going to try my goddamnedest. As a side note, how old were you guys when you did the worst thing that you've ever done? You don't have to, don't tell me what it is. I just want to know how old. Mm, hmm, the worst thing I've ever done. I, I 
categorize everything. Like I can compartmentalize my mind, so you have to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute worst thing, worse than all of the other things, is what I mean by worst. I think the worst thing that I ever did was when I totaled my car. You don't car. have to tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was 35. Okay. I'd say I was probably 23, 22, something like that. Okay. It's not fun if you don't tell us what it is, though. Oh, uh, this, this is isn't meant not to be fun, fun. John. This is not fun. That's, that's not what... <laughs> an exercise about talking about the worst thing you've ever done is not <laughs> intended to be fun. What about uh, you, Megs? Well, because I have a lot of. I mean, I don't know. How do you can? How do you? I mean, if it's not something that's like the thing like that tugs murder, at you the most, the yeah. thing that you think about the most, the, the thing, thing that, that you feel the worst. No about. matter how old you are. Okay, well, then that thirty thing was like potentially the worst thing. I okay. got really lucky that I just totaled my car and didn't kill somebody. The thing that every time you think about it, it upsets you as much. Oh, I blocked that shit out. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what because you know, like you like, and then after something, someone will hit you. And you're like, oh my god, that was so fucked up. And you replay, like, I can't believe I said that over and over. Oh no, wait, wait, hold on, wait. Shit. See, I have block it, block it out. No, like I never raped anybody. No, mine was definitely more recent than twenty something. Fuck. It's not the worst thing in the world that's ever happened. Just the worst thing you've ever done. I'm not talking about genocide, John. So cool. Hey, Megan, while John's thinking about that, you know, how old were you? I was four. Oh. Oh. Cool. Four. I'm I'm very jealous. Decidedly not. Well, (laughs) I'm saying I'm jealous of the fact that yours was so long ago, so you still have the... It was unintentional. I'll say that. That's what I'm saying. You can still have it under the the guise of, like, you didn't know any better, you know? I made a teacher cry in high school. don't have that fucking excuse. I just remember that. That doesn't sound bad. Uh, I hated her though. Well, then and it she was fucked good. me over out of my, out of my scholarship. So not, fuck not her. The worst thing. There's a certain degree of emotional, intellectual honesty that's required to answer that question, Megan. Yeah, of course. I've ghosted people before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so seeing as how people have lost the original thread of this conversation yeah. or the intent behind anything it, anything else about your week? Let's let's talk about the rest of your week. Um, I. Uh, played poker for like 12 hours yesterday and ended up plus $200, which doesn't sound like a lot, but on this site that I play that I don't trust at all. So I was playing micro stakes as I'm not surprised you were on that site at all, John. I mean, this is what we have to do if you want to play online poker in Texas because, you know, because there are no legally regulated sites. You've got to go on these sites that are not regulated, which means that you can get totally fucked out of a lot of money, which is we why I don't put a lot of money online on. poker in Texas. If you're online, it doesn't matter what state you're in, does it? No, it, it does, because online poker is not legal in the United States. It's, okay. it's state by so state. So any state then, right? Uh, no, I mean, if I was in New Jersey or Nevada or what other... Uh, what other can't believe I, I've, I'm forgetting right now which other states you can legally play. Like the big, like the number one poker site for online poker is Poker Stars. You can't play Poker Stars in Texas, but you can play it in Nevada if you're if you're in Nevada. Yes, but the server is located in the Caribbean or something. They know the VPNs are a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, know. and there's a there's a pro right now that that uh, Poker Stars says, yeah, we know you won that. 
uh, whoever hundreds of thousands of dollars. But we have we have reason to, to think that you were on a VPN and you were not actually in Canada when you said you were in Canada. So we're not going to give you that money. Hmm. Is this just so you're a, the risk of that happening? I mean, at the risk of sounding like a total. It lets you moron. pretend like it, it, it lets you th- it lets you have the servers you're contacting think Somewhere you're someplace else. else when you're not actually okay. there. Basically, I mean, you could try that, but if they catch you doing that, then. Sometimes it can be very difficult to catch, but okay, sure, whichever. Yeah, okay. yeah I mean, in my in my experience, they have no problem taking your money, but sometimes getting the money that you've earned off can be isn't that a literally what gambling is? I mean, it's also what it means to contribute to a four hundred one k and then try to transfer <laughs> it to Vanguard, for example. You sound like you're speaking personal experience, Megan. No, I, I'm Megan, sure I have you need no to idea. Accept my acorns. I will. I will. Yeah. We're going to get Megan. You're going to get your $5. Don't you worry. <laughs> Megan's going to get money just everywhere. That's how I like to do it. Money for you nothing. You sound like Creflo Dollar right now. You sound like the dire straits. Gospel. A little in cryptocurrency, a little in a 401k. You need to have a little on Diversify Robinhood. your yeah. portfolio Diversify is what your he's shit. saying. Noted. Keep it and keep some in cash, too. And in your mattress. Very keep, important. Keep your mattress. Like I, I prefer a fireproof safe. There you go. There you go. You know, fireproof safes are fascinating, and they can be fireproof. They're not necessarily heatproof. It can be not, oh, like, subject to like flames, it. but it can be literally subject to still being, you know, combusted by virtue of its heat, per se. Or just go ahead and put it, just put a $20 bill in all of your coat pockets, mm-hmm. and then you'll forget it. And then you, when you need it, you'll... you'll That's why I stopped carrying go. cash, because I've lost self. so much. Break into John's apartment yeah. and cut open all the cushions of this couch. Can I borrow your coat, John? <laughs> yeah. $20 is not going to... Do you need 20 bucks? I'll <laughs> give you $20. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll take it if you want to. Check the HVAC. Check all of John's belt loops. Or so anyway, I, I earned $200. I worked my ass That's off. That's fantastic. For just $200. Congrats. And you didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to go anywhere. Uh, how was your week, Megan? Mm. It was fine. <laughs> think, about, think about that toad dick, too. I think what, what, what got me most about the dick wasn't the dick itself. It was like the... How how was it described? The yeti like hair. Can we can we, can we focus Trump more on Megan's week and week. less on Trump's pubes, please? What did I do? Oh, I don't know if I mentioned. I don't think I did because I didn't know it at the time. I got a new job. I will be. Uh, but it's the same as the old job, right? Mm-mm. It's a new location. Oh, a new job. Computer it's a new on. job. Oh. New job. No longer has anything to do with substance abuse or cdb or people calling you or cbd which is names. fantastic i mean people are still going to call me awful names it doesn't matter if i'm wor- at work or you know in my neighborhood by the way whenever you say cbd i think of like some awful terror no I-, I think of some terrible like junkie ver- like disorder. like like trailer trash junkie version of belle biv devoe oh. bbv i don't know why that's the first thing that pops to mind. i mean it's, it's right except for he isn't black. Yeah, well, that's why I said, well, and it's not wait, so black folk can't dwell in trailers, three of but... Them. Boys to Men, ABC... BBV, that's yeah. why... Or Bebe, Bebe, BBD, my bad. BBD, I know more I don't than know why you. I said BBV, I meant BBD, I Scout's know. Honor. I, I had the album, for real. I had the ABC you album. You BBD? <laughs> Good for you. Like underwear, remember the BBD yeah, but underwear? I'm just saying, that's what I thought, That's whenever you say that, that's what I think of. No, he's decidedly less cool than well, Bell Well, this is definitely not a cool version that I'm referring to No, no, no. All. No. Mm-hmm. No, you've got it right. He's... Uh, 
He's worst harmonics ever. Can I He's interject? Bad. Yeah. Just another story from my childhood. Oh, okay. When I this was, is about Megan's week, not about your childhood. I know. I asked permission, and she said yes. Granted. When I was in sixth, sixth grade, my girlfriend and her friend danced to uh, Poison by, I believe that was Belton DeVoe. Uh-huh. Right? Maybe that's why you're gay. I know. And do you know that's really inappropriate? What? <laughs> for, for little girls to be. Can't, can't trust a big button a smile. You can totally oh. always trust a big that girl's smile. poison. Never imagine, trust a smile. Is cis, my imagine cis graders dancing to that, like with the I, dance. I don't. I don't want the whole to. thing. And I remember but she I, had like that curly, like early nineties hair, and like if a, no one trusted crunchy? big butts and smiles, yeah. I would never with get dates. Scrunchy? What are you talking about? Yeah, with the scrunchie, totally. Crunchy hair with the scrunchie. Neon shirt. I, I remember it. Bicycle shorts, like hot shorts. Sixth grade. You were a big fan of bicycle shorts, the neon kind. God, I um, those. They were so bad. Actually, I probably did on a pair. I know you did. How did and, you know? Because I saw a photo. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Megan's Weekland. Yeah. Sorry, they were I'm black and they had no. like green neon. Spray. Oh my God, John. So I, uh, thank you. So, so I have a new job that I'm starting on the first. I'm very excited about that. My hours will be more reasonable. Uh, very reasonable, in fact. Um, I won't have to work on the weekends, which will be fantastic. Uh, it'll be just strictly mental health therapy and nothing to do with, if it's, if it's substance abuse related, then I'm going to refer it on to somebody else, Nice, which is fantastic. Like, Oh, cocaine is a part of your daily life. You got to go see that guy over there because I don't do that. Um, so I'm, I'm glad about that. What else happened? Uh, I'm going to the gym. Uh, calves aflame. I've got some. Uh, I got some super tight calves this week. Do you have so a personal that's... trainer? No, f- fuck that bullshit. I'm not falling for that anymore. Um, I'm just gonna do it on my own because I figure I can't lose, right? I mean, I probably could. It's kind of how my life goes. Um, so I'm doing that. Went on a date last night. It was fine. <laughs> um, what else happened? It's been two weeks, really. So we should really have been speaking about our two weeks, our last two weeks. What else has happened to me or for me? Did you celebrate Pride? Was it crazy up here last Sunday? Uh, I don't know that I left my house that day. Um, it was rainy, right? Was it rainy on Sunday? I shook my booty a little. It was nice. I wasn't even about to, I went to Fort Worth. No twerking about at to, all? No. I thought you were going to stay at your house and you said, quote, watch I was going Pride to, from the comfort then, of my living room. Because I thought that Takahashi, what's his name? Oh, the, the the exhibit with all the semen and yeah, the and squid will eat its places. own leg. Yeah, I yes. thought that it. I thought that it ended uh, Saturday, but it ended last Sunday. So we went up there and saw it. Okay, and we we got there at a beautiful time because we got there right when there wasn't too many people, and then right after we were when we were going to leave, it was packed. And uh, I know this is your part of the week, and I'm talking over it, but I we we tried to go to the stock. Insight is an incredible. Thing. And I said, let's get the fuck out of here because cowboys scare me. And they were all over the foyer. We're going to go to some steakhouse. I was like, oh, no, I can't. There are too many cowboy boots. I don't feel safe. 
I mean, if that's the case, maybe you should. I don't like Fort Worth. Move to. I'm sorry, I know Western that's Oregon. Your new job is Fort Worth is great. Or Oregon. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll pass in the Oregon. Back to your week. Oregon. Sorry. Yeah. What else happened? Uh, um, I know, I'm just glad that I, uh, I'm about to leave my job. That's congratulations. That's really again. the highlight. Thank you very much. Are you going to leave an anonymous note? Oh. about him. That I can't say. And in fact, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Also, as a side note, I know this shouldn't matter, but I've never pretended to be a good person. Um, This is a job that CBD also applied for that I got. There's got to be a special warm and cuddly feeling. Oh, does he know that you got? He found out on Thursday. must fucking hate that. I hope so. (laughs) So... Uh, I'm sure he'll just blame it on uh, affirmative action. Well, yeah. There's I mean, still got to be some fines, like, like nectar level Schadenfreude right there. And I won't say why. You, I'm sure, know why. But um, he got, he's, he isn't, this isn't a, uh, he got extra points before the mm-hmm. interview even started. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, 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 I know. And I still beat him. So go fuck yourself. Nice. You and the Little Mermaid can go fuck yourselves. Your books are in Hoya, La Hoya. Goodbye. Have you guys? No. Sorry. It's an no, episode of This American Life. You guys oh. should really. Oh, well, you I'm know a, how much I dislike him. I've seen, I've listened to a lot of them. It's not Ira Glass's episode. I really enjoy Ira Glass. I like him. Mm-hmm. And he's taller than I thought. He's like six foot two. Uh oh. Whoa, girl. So. Our anyway. glasses already lusted after by like most of the women of a certain. I'm not going to compete. I don't compete for dudes, as you know. I'm just saying. I'll there take is what's a long, left over. There's a long list of Ira Glass, you know, loving people. I know that. I know. Oh, your computer's on. Sploosh. Oh wait, no, it's still it's still loading. I'm sorry. Oh, oh this is God. analytics. I'm not going to give them permission to do that. <laughs> anyway, so P.S. Long story long. Overall, it's been a pretty good two weeks. Might be the last time you ever hear me say that, so yeah. take it in. I, I will. Take it all in. I'm just going to leave that. So, anyway, should we do uh, Hot Topics? Yeah. So... It has been two weeks. And uh, absolutely nothing has happened. Absolutely nothing. We're really, uh, really scraping the bottle, the uh, bottom of the, I think it's barrel, actually. I misspoke there. Um, uh, so, it's Juicebox. Where is he? He's, I think he's back there. What is he doing? He's crying. He's I hope it's not because of the chicken. I don't think it's juice box. No, it's not. It's what is that? another dog crying? Or a, or a, a small child? Bosco? Or a wounded bear, maybe? I just need to know it's not a dog. I don't really care who it is. Jesus is going to investigate. What is that noise? Didn't you have new neighbors moving that have small children? Or One small, small child. Man? That's not my concern. Tiny human. <laughs> Do I not know. care. Should but I pause this? Meanwhile, in no. reality, man, I think we're I'm good. curious. We can pause it if you want. See Is it like on. the time where we heard the scream outside the window? Oh, let's hope not. 
because that was generally oh it's a baby (laughs) told you fucking babies learn to read hey (laughs) okay so uh the who wants to go first with the hot topic i'll thank them kindly to shut their baby up i have a light one Sure. Do we want to do that light and light and funny, or light and just like, hey, this is a thing. Um, it's a thing. I mean, it's not. We don't have to go about it too too long. I think the writers of like Burton Ernie a couple weeks ago. Oh, this thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, yeah. By the way, yeah, Burton Ernie, you're totally gay. And then Sesame Street is very quickly like, oh, wait, up, up, up. They immediately was like, no, they're just puppets. There's no sex here, guys. They are not genitals. Hence, they can't have sexualities. But that was that was before Michael Rappaport freaked the fuck out oh on Twitter. God. And a beautiful, beautiful Explain meltdown. first who Michael Rappaport is for those who don't, I don't know. Fucking, he's, he's a I, fucking he's an actor. actor. He's like a shitty actor. actor that you don't realize he's there until he's in something. He was something. in you're Justified. Like, you're like, oh, it's that guy that kind of, he kind of talks weird. Higher learning. He does a I lot of New Jersey Friends. stuff. Wasn't he on Friends? I don't, uh, not I as a regular that. character that I know of. I don't. I don't mean. I don't. I don't know. I know who he is. I don't. He know was how, in True Romance. I don't know how I know who he is, but I know who he is. Like I can't think of one fucking. He's thing a character is. actor, Besides like uh, Margot Martindale. Sure. For example, do you want to I, listen to his rant? No, it's, not, no, it's only a minute. It's only I a do. minute long. I want to hear it's it. It's not that bad. It's actually kind of funny. Okay. Sure. It's. I gotta find it first. Oh boy. I have it. Okay, here we go. You and your eighth inch Jack Free. They got motherfucking Ernie and Bert trending on Twitter because grown ass, sick lunatics are worried about the sexual orientation of puppets made for teaching and entertaining children. Let Ernie and Bert rest. They've been doing this shit for a long time. They don't need to be trending on Twitter. Why can't they just be friends, good friends? Why are you friend shaming them? Now Sesame Street had to issue the following statement. I'm paraphrasing, but Sesame Street had to issue a statement saying, even though Ernie and Bert are identified as male characters and possessed many human traits and characteristics, they remain puppets, you sick fucks you. You got that? That means that Ernie and Bert aren't heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, pansexual, cisgender, bi-curious, polysexual, or any of that shit. They're fucking puppets. It ain't that serious. I'm actually really glad you you played that just Uh now. So, So can I ask, is this like like the most sarcastic? I don't know. Hilarious. Because I ask you... Because behind him yeah. is Animal. Yeah. Right? He has a poster of Animal on his wall. And behind, like next to that, I think is a portrait of Grover. And that's no accident. Hmm. So I so think. So you're saying he fucks puppets in a. In a no, I, I, I thought about that's that. That's exactly where I was going. You I got it. Yeah, see, I'm no. I thought about that. That he I, could, I'm, be, could be deep It's sarcasm. not accidental. This is a person who, who understands PR because mm-hmm. it's part of their job. But there are there are people that are not being sarcastic where they say. Oh, the absolutely, exact there same are. Things. Like they're but very we're talking upset. about this. Well, no, I, that's, it's my hot topic. Let me talk. About oh my fucking god! Oh, is that god, what we're really? doing? We're allowing the person who owns the segment <laughs> to, to, to talk exclusively. Talk about. Let's just assume that that this is not sarcastic. Okay, but I think it upset. is, and I think that's Megan, important. 
Let me own my hot topic because <laughs> I'm taking my week back. Let's let's take Michael Rappaport out of this because there are people that are that whenever there's any sort of queerness around anything that involves children, a lot of people get immediately upset and they want to immediately equate it to sex. I guess what what bothers me is they don't have the same sort of fiery passion when it comes to let's say like Piggy and Kermit who are in a relationship. You know, like it's only when it comes to any sort of queerness, you're like, no, these are just kids. They're not gay. You mean because it's heterosexuality yeah. or because it's bestiality? Because it's heterosexuality. I guess Megan, neither of them. Megan, don't fuck up my hot topic Megan, and make it a joke. Megan, oh, I'm that sorry. was actually a really this salient point. I'm going to go ahead and say this isn't a discussion roundtable. Because I'm that sorry. was actually a really, really important salient and point. Thank you for bringing that up, Megan. It's frustrating me. Because that's. You can get some yeah. more. <laughs> how, how, how okay, far okay, is fine. Morphism? How about uh, like Cinderella? Anything that involves. Straight people, straight relationships, parents don't have any sort of like representation of heterosexual love. Parents just see it as normal. That's related to a later hot topic we'll be discussing, but go on. But anyway, it, it, upset, it, it upsets me because yeah, it's like, like if we you're... forget that there are gay kids out there that might want to see, hey, Bert and Ernie. Can I verify something with you? What? Are you saying that people consider heterosexuality in a public forum as some sort of like deviant behavior heterosexuality i'm sorry homosexuality <laughs> like i wish i mean it definitely <laughs> i would love to flip it and make everything gay i would too and give you a taste of your own medicine you straight people uh, is that what you're saying no i i think it's it's more like um heterosexuality is considered the base and the norm mm-hmm. and safe and, and can we just pause for a second and tell anybody that says because it's natural to shut the fuck up because seriously like this is a thing that exists but it's weird. in the it's... Na- no 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 to be clear it exists in the natural realm yeah, there's plenty of homoerotic badassery going on within same sex of multiple species mm-hmm. and crazy orgy time happens across multiple species there is no quote one way to do it naturally well i don't but think we continue. should have orgies on sesame street that's not the point I'm making. <laughs> the point I'm but, making is there's the, but, the, the default doesn't exist. But it's but definitely it's be- definitely like male and female because you brought up bestiality. Gonzo fucks chickens, but because it's oh, like a female Lord. chicken, nobody doesn't. Didn't Gonzo? No, no, no. Gonzo you, you, you're right. You're right. No, I don't no, know. Did no, he no, marry no, 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 no. Does he, he marry a chicken? He married the chicken. I don't know. I don't know. know. Oh, he married them, but you know that Gonzo's chicken fixation is borderline. He fucks like, chickens, creepy. and because you, you it's are, a lady chicken, they don't seem to care. It is. It is definitely Beauty a thing. and the Beast is a very popular tale. Beauty and the Beast is a whole other series. That's gaslighting, isn't it? Not even just gaslighting, but the idea that like. You can be literally horrible to a woman and abuse them on a regular basis, and eventually her love will turn you into a nice person again or some wacky other shit like that. There's actually a really good, um, what is it? Uh, if she doesn't, cult- it's her goddamn fault. Exactly. There's a really, some really good uh, pop culture detective uh, uh, clips on YouTube about um, masculinity in that, in that complex within the framework of Beauty and the Beast I don't or other... Even- I, hmm? how, I don't remember We don't have to go I'll no, okay. go do that But yeah Let myself go ahead. figure out What this fuck that As long as about. it's heterosexual Is cool It's like flies under the radar They don't care Mm-hmm But God I mean Just question that Iceman could be gay And then oh my god What did Comic books aren't about politics That's it That's the end of my hot topic Actually, oh, when, but it's only the beginning. When Sorry. you mentioned that when you first showed up here at the apartment, I 
thought like, oh, well, fuck Michael Rappaport. And now I'm like, nah, it's kind of funny. Who knows? It's too, it's, it could be, it could not be. I thought it was funny, but I mean, I've seen it. That, I mean. I don't think he's serious. We should just like send a, post a link to that. Let people decide for themselves. Why don't we just tweet at him? Are you being serious about the whole Burton or anything? Are you cool? (laughs) That was the joke if you got to ask them to clarify. But. I mean, the whole thing about sarcasm is that it's... He is pretty... I mean, I looked a little bit on his Twitter feed. He is pretty liberal. So it could be a big I think it's pretty clear that he's serious about that. Because you can be extraordinarily... I'm so surprised to hear you say this. I I, I I have to look into it. It can go either way. I don't know. I think you can be pretty progressive. I mean, look at fucking TERFs. You could be pretty progressive and or part of a group that is threatened in some fashion. And, you can see the video bit, have, though. I don't know. What, what are you talking about? And you can still have your hard... I'm talking about the fact that to assume... Like, I would make a really wacky example. It's going to sound insane. But, you know, you can be Jewish and still really excited about Republicans and or really excited about actively oppressing other people despite the historical oppression right. of your people. You can be really, really excited about being black and being like all the associated, in quote, progressive things about being black and still be some Reverend Jasper ass motherfucker that thinks that women should be barefoot in the kitchen pregnant, subsisting to, to, to male will for the rest of your existence. I refuse to give someone the default cool points and credentials because they loosely identify as progressive or leftist. You can still be massaging you can still be uh, anti-Semitic. You can be uh, homophobic, Islamophobic. All of those things and still identify as loosely to the left. I, I appreciate I your agree. passion. I don't think any of us are saying that. I agree that that's true. No, I'm, I'm saying I don't want to give him like a, 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 a carte blanche just because he's no, no, maybe no. done some cool stuff but, in the past. But maybe just uh, suspect. Oh. Spend your judgment until you see it in its full context. Is that I, a poster I will, of animal behind him, OTNO. I will happily. Well, <laughs> maybe. Hey, maybe he holds the, the, the these childhood idols so close to his heart. The idea of altering his perception of them is literally like a violation to him. So oh, that's a posting stretch. so passionately. This is a is fucking it? grown man with a post with not just a poster. He didn't get this like at it's the. Framed. But I have posters framed of weird you guys. Shit. I've got a question. Is Victoria Jackson still around? <laughs> oh, do we really have to bring her up? Because she's well, arguably thought, worse. Well, because, no, I thought, like, I'm still not convinced that she's not just trolling everybody for decades. Victoria Jackson. She used to be on SNL. Oh, the with the really boys, teeny voice. And then she says awful, awful shit on her YouTube So page. is Dennis Miller trolling us all, too? No, he's just no, an asshole. He really is the 800 So where's the line? The fucking where's asshole. the line? Who, 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 is, who is Andy Kaufman successfully enabled he's by dead. his... This is my point. Who is he successfully enabled by via his trolling and calling it art or whatever else, which is def- which definitely is what it was. But who else are we going to put under that umbrella and be like, eh, we'll give him benefit of the doubt. But I just don't know if people like, would take Victoria Jackson all that serious. I mean... Okay, I understand what you're saying. That's 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 the... I mean, the point I is mean, the juxtaposition a- of the... Because she's aware that her voice is not commanding or serious. Yeah, you don't. You haven't seen any of her like YouTube show. Like she tried no, but to do I like know. a conservative The View, but it was just like crazy pants. Yeah, maybe she's actually crazy pants. She maybe could she be. Is. Yeah, she could absolutely maybe, be. Maybe Michael. I haven't be. seen any of it, so I'm gonna. But she's still really captivating. My judgment until just, I do. Maybe Michael Appleport, who has a history of also going like, yeah, I'm associated with these progressivist causes, and then I'll say something thoroughly fucked up, is just saying something else fucked up. People have layers. Um, the, trust me, I'm in full <laughs> acceptance of that. Yes. Uh, is that your entire hot topic? Yeah. Okay. Otieno. 
Um, no, you go first. Oh, the other one was was Trump's dick, but I think we already talked about that. <sighs> we did talk about it, and we're not going to do it again. Okay. Is like, that dick ever. shaming though? Can we dick shame Trump? I, I I appreciate your opening up that live discussion because it's I very sweet of you. I, I, I yeah. Um, because I, I'm normally not, I'm not. I don't want to shame anybody for something they don't have any. Control, their physical attributes altogether. Really yeah, don't I agree. Like him. And I, I think that's an important point to bring up. And to me, it's more a matter of I don't like the idea of thinking about that person when I try to play Toad and Mario Kart. Your penis shape is your penis shape. That's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm so impressed with you that you just said that with a completely straight face. <laughs> I like playing Mario Kart and I always play Toad because he is I know. medium speed, high you really acceleration, mean it, great for pal. turns. You, I, I do. Get, I get it. I know. Yeah. I'm amused by that. Yes, lightweight and very good. If Trump like, lost Adorable. 150 pounds, his dick would probably look bigger. <sighs> Again, body wanna... shaming. Let's not do that deal. Let's talk about instead the person wielding said penis as opposed to the penis itself. So, uh, so I have a uh, okay. So I have a couple of I I want to make sure that we get to the Kavanaugh thing. Yes, we um, let's just do as much time as we need. I just need to leave at five. If it's five, I I'll leave and you guys can continue talking. Okay, we got no 15 more. If it's minutes. a three hour podcast, it's a three fucking hour podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, the the two things that I had initially intended to only talk about are related. So they both have to do with Betsy DeVos, our Lord and Savior, Betsy DeVos. Um, the one that I got, this, and this was from last week. So um, the, uh, the Department of Education um, was, so, so you guys are aware that people that had enrolled in the for-profit educational scam that was ITT Tech and Mm -hmm. what is it, Corinthian or I don't want to... Or Trump University. Uh, I don't know. Like the the diploma mills, basically. You get like a certificate. Phoenix is still around. Yeah, I know, and it shouldn't be. It's Uh, horrible. Yeah, it probably shouldn't be. It's not respected. I mean, you'll have these diplomas and say that you did something, but but most employers are like, Yeah, Corinthian and ITT are And let's again be clear to put Trump under that same umbrella as well. Trump University. Trump University. Trump, Trump, quote unquote, university. Yeah. So um, anyway, so they they were trying to, the Department of Education was trying to block them, um, recouping their money so the department of education granted loans for these to to attend these institutions also in quotes um preyed on veterans but just in general poor people true true but it's like payday loans i concur entirely right so uh department of ed uh had gone to court recently and they were they were fighting that action they were uh essentially saying uh, we're not going to reimburse that shit. Uh, that's your own fault. Um, your adults pay for it. And uh, the week before this last week, um, a judge decided that the Department of Education was absolutely responsible for vetting these institutions before they agreed to pay monies out for tuition. So... That's good news. Yay. So go fuck yourselves. You and the little mermaid can go fuck yourselves. Is that over though, or did they like appeal or blah 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 blah? I don't know. You're the legal guy. It goes keeps on going up and up and up. That's not good. This was a um let's see. Because if it goes to the Supreme Court, you know how they're gonna roll. Uh, if they chose to pick it pick it up. Sixteen thousand claims. I'm surprised there are only sixteen thousand. Um, 
Let's see. I don't, I don't know on what level this this judge is sitting, but uh, I don't know. Well, they, I have to look would, into there it. would have to be a reason for them to appeal anyway. Yeah. You can't just appeal it because they don't like the outcome. Exactly. I found that out in grad school. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that either until I... People don't know. Classes, yeah. Uh, the other thing uh, that came to my attention just two days ago... What's today? The 23rd? I don't fucking know. Two days yes, ago. Yes, today is the 23rd. Uh, this is from uh, Market Watch. Uh, headline is... Government loan forgiveness program has rejected 99% of borrowers so far. Okay, so as you guys probably know, because I am enrolled and have talked about it uh, very passionately in the past, Jesus is also enrolled. Yes. Uh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Enrolled in what? Uh, public service loan forgiveness program. Uh. Right, so, so the idea is that... Oh, yeah, you talked about that, yeah. how they fucked you over. So they, uh, and it appears that won't be the last time that they fuck me over. So uh, the idea of the program is, it started in 2006, I think, or 2007. And if you, 2007, if you enroll in this program, and while you are working for a nonprofit... Slash civil or civil service organization, which is also considered to be nonprofit, um, and you uh, make 120 payments under an approved uh, repayment program, right? Payment plan. Uh, then at the end of that 10 years, whatever balance is left over, they will forgive. Only loans you great know, program. through the Department of, well, to in get theory. To, to, to work in nonprofits. And yeah, that was the idea, I believe. So, also, covers uh, teaching, I believe. It's not just nonprofits proper. It's like uh, certain um, federal jobs. That's a different. Oh, it's a different, a different program? Yeah. I mean, you could, I, I don't know if you could work for a private, probably. I don't know. There, there's a separate one for teachers. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But, but teachers could also qualify for this if they work for a like a public school district. There's a something. whole bunch of public service oriented and there's some programs for each of them, but there's all kinds of public service oriented occupations one can take on. Like, I mean, even like fire and police and fun things like that. that right. That, so now that, yeah. I, I remember when it was like a decade ago, they were talking about, they were running through a idea that if, let's say if you work for the, uh, army for a couple of years that they would forgive all of your student loan debt, but I don't think it ever went. There is, there is something to where if you're, um, and I unfortunately did not qualify this, but there are flavors of military things for the army and for the navy, not for the Marine Corps, <clears throat> that allow you to do things of that nature. It's it, a different set of programs, different set of qualifications. But basically, the point is, if you do something service oriented in official capacity and follow these certain rules, we will forgive vast portions of your debt. Is yes. the basic gist. I'm too old to even qualify for that now. I think. Like thirty seven, we don't want you in the fucking army. It's not. Well, there's other organizations you can be part of. I'm sorry, Megan. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, in t- 2007, I signed up for this program. Uh, it was 2008. It may have been 2008. Uh, I worked for a nonprofit at the time, um, and then after I worked for that organization, I decided, and I was paying for four years, and then I decided to go to grad school a second time because I just love school. And so much debt. and debt. I love debt. so much. Those oh are my god! Best checks to cash. The best. Um, so uh, I went back to grad school. I had to um, refinance my loans because they were in different places. 
which reset all of those like four years. Uh oh. Which was, it really warmed my heart to do that. And then um, when I started where I work now, uh, I was paying like $700 a month. Wow. And then a year into it, I just, because it's fun, looked into it again and uh, made some phone calls to FedLoan or whoever it is in Pennsylvania that's got the contract for the Department of Ed. And they said, oh, you're not on an approved plan. So I was paying $700 a year. Which is a lot. A lot. Uh, a year? For no, a, a year. $700 a month for a year. Yeah. Uh, when I found out that I was not on an approved repayment plan, I then got on an approved repayment plan. It was reduced by $100 a month. So $600 a month is what I pay. Anyway, so I lost in total five years. And you, into would, this but you would think they, they'd say, oh, wait, you were paying more than if you were on the approved plan. Yeah, that's so not, we're gonna, yeah, they're they not in the business of helping people. Rules. And that's, yeah. that's where you've gone wrong. Because so, if we help you out, we're going to have to help everybody that's We don't want to help everybody because that's dumb. That's, that's socialism. So uh, as of June 30th of this year, about 28,000 borrowers submitted 33,300 applications to uh, have their loans discharged under the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, an initiative launched in 2007, blah, blah, blah. Of the roughly 29,000 applications processed so far, 96 borrowers have had about 5.52 million in debt discharged under the program, according to a government report released Wednesday. And when they say government report, they mean the Department of Ed itself put this report out. So that's 99% of people who have applied. No? I don't do math. Anyway. So out of, out of 96 those thousands, out only of almost, 96. But are they still going through all that stuff? Is it just taking a long time? Or these all those are other ju- people are like, fuck them? No, these are just of the ones that have been processed. Has Yeah, they've been rejected. Oh, they've rejected them all. Okay, right. that's sorry. I thought I said is. that. No, no. yeah. So, so 90, they've only approved 96 out of... 96 reverse. out of they, they, they have, almost 30,000 that they have they, they, fully processed. Hold on, both of you are talking at the same time. They have fully processed all almost 30,000. Mm-hmm. Only 96 have been approved mm-hmm. to have their balances forgiven. And right. I will okay. say that right. Sorry. this also includes people that have had their paperwork approved... Every year. So you get a reminder at the end of a year that says you don't have to, but if you want, you can have your employer recertify that you still live there. Or, or that you still work there. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've got to do that I every feel like year. I work gotta, there. Because I'm on an income base. I've got to recertify every single the year. The thing is, they tell you you don't have to. And that's fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in 2016, this is old news. This is from last year. This is August 1st, 2017. Wait, are, people, are they, they going to sue? That's where I'm oh, going. Sorry. So uh, in 2016. Seventeen, the Bar Association yeah. had a bunch of employees that had had their paperwork periodically recertified by These the Department the of Ed. Lawyers, by the way, so this is going to get good. Yeah, <laughs> I may have mentioned this before. You did. It was hilarious then. So, um, in 2017, which was the beginning of the the you know ten years. Um, the Bar Association employees had sent this stuff in, and the Department of Ed said, mm, your employer doesn't count. Sorry. 
rejected. So the Bar Association is currently uh, suing the Department of Ed for wow. repayment. Talk about pissing off the wrong motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, it's a seriously. major clusterfuck. And I know, because I know how my life is, I've been doing it for 38 years, it's not going to go well for me. I have more than one friend who's, I mean, you're in this position. I have a bunch of um, friends that work in public libraries because they got their um, uh, information library science degrees. Yep. Who work? I mean, talk about people who should be allowed to divest their debts immediately. It's people who work in the fucking libraries or people that work in uh, public schools or work in a We're host everybody. of everybody. Well, I mean, and granted, the, the important <laughs> thing to remember. No more student loan Well, debt. yeah, I, I agree entirely. But I'm saying is th- this highlights a very important point about our current flavor of capitalism is the point is to get you into debt. Yeah. I mean, let's be absolutely clear oh, yeah. about so that. As, that as is as literally the point. Kids get out of school. Oh, hey. It's you, leverage. You own basically enough debt that you could probably put a down payment on a house. And the fact that in order I mean, to have what a is credit it, score, the average have, is yeah. The lowest average is like 30 grand. And the highest is hundreds and hundreds. I know I'm over the hundred. Yeah. It's I'll, fucking I'll, bonkers. I vow this to you. When yeah. I win the World Series of Poker, <laughs> I will this is recorded. your debt. Bless you. If I ever did that, I would give all that money away. I don't need that fucking shit. This is recorded. I so. know. No, I would totally will. Great. Bless you. Oh, Tina, if you want a new car, I'll buy you a car. He doesn't. Wow. He doesn't want it. I don't want a new car. I want somebody to refurbish my Integra. That'd be amazing. I'll do it. <laughs> Super cool. Thanks, John. I just need some help. Again, this podcast is recorded. You, know what I would, you heard it here. I would like for Betsy DeVos to uh, settle would, my student loan debt. That would be pretty <laughs> amazing. And or refurbish my Integra. Just saying. That would be awesome. Refer, yeah, the ins- yeah, I already said yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll do whatever. Sure. Yeah. So, P.S. Long story long. I don't know you well enough yet. <laughs> God fucking damn it. After the end of the year, we can see what you want. And I'll get you something. Otiano. Um, so, Megan, thank you for bringing that up again. I really hope to get updates oh, on the... Um, oh, you'll get them. Yeah, on the Bar Association proceeding to slay the DOE, because that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. As per my usual, my hot topic is going to be a wide zoom type thing because this is going to get both personal and have to and, and loop back to something that John mentioned earlier in regards. Oh, so we, I we, still we've need been talking to get about, water. Can I get water? I don't want to be disrespectful. Get the water. You can get the hear water. Him you can hear me talk, babbling while you're getting water. But yeah, um, kind of a wide zoom on. Uh, and this is something again I've been processing with my therapist and processing with myself as someone that identifies as a feminist slash womanist and someone that is a cis male and recognizes the perils privileges and programming that come with that point of view and also recognizes that I've not always been the best human when it comes to my interactions with other humans especially humans that identify as women Um, but yeah a wide zoo of how men contribute to the way things are as they are right now. Um, There's some uh, quote running around Twitter about, so we're basically going to let someone who has a number of sexual assault allegations put someone into office who also has sexual assault allegations in order to protect them from, among other things, being prosecuted for things related to their own sexual assault. Um, So it's good to hear that the system is working as designed. But just that... so. Kavanaugh's up there with his categoric denial of things. And I'm not going to say that this should have let him fly scot-free through any of his um, approval hearings, but what if he had done the thing that I think that a lot of men need to do more of, and that is be like, oh, hey, yes, this is a thing that I did. 
I'm really fucking sorry that I did that. These are the things that I did wrong and why, how and why I did, did them wrong and how this person probably feels. And I should talk to this person more about how I made them feel. And if they wish to press charges or if they wish to go through whatever sort of legal steps or personal steps, how can I make this up to you for the thing that I have done wrong to you? Your question is, what if he had done that? My question is, why? well, A, yes, what if he had done that? B, why is that? so impossible i mean one of the things you can talk about categorizing this trumpian gop and or the new gop it's not a a new play in the handbook so to speak but the absolute categoric denial with which they approach any sort of criticism it's always double down it's when when have you ever heard about trump ever admitting he was wrong when have you ever heard about someone in that kind of uh, or 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 dudes all together with our fucking hollow egos admitting yeah you know what I should have reconsidered that. You know what? I'm sorry. You know what? Here's something we should probably talk about in regards to the things that the choices I could have made. Can I ask you, what do you think I should have done? What what will be required for that? Because there's just this view and this this comes down to uh, we're talking about uh, roles. And this is something we talked about also in the key discussion last week about roles and role models and uh, and modeling all together. As I've said it before, humans don't understand the difference between what we see on TV and see in the movies in real life. So when you see these role models of these absolutely infallible, godlike, you know, white dudes running around killing things and or uh, blowing up buildings and or saving the day with violence. And there's very, very little question about their actions. And those archetypes have crept their way into our worldview to the point where when we interact with others and certain folk interact with others with a certain level of power, they are absolutely untouchable and ineffable in the ways in which they act deny 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 oh legally there's a reason they deny deny because and if, that's they, my po- if they if they if they admit to any sort of guilt then that opens them up to possible lawsuits. the problem with a that possible accountability what? yeah the exactly. problem with that is that this is not a criminal proceeding it's this not. is a fucking job interview but in maryland there's no statute on uh <gasps> Sexual assault. I've heard. Yeah, I've no, heard both data sets on that. I'm not entirely sure. We have to, we have to confirm that. I'm not sure. I can confirm. No, it's confirmed. Mm. There's no such of limitations for uh, for rape. Sexual Maryland. assault in Maryland. Yeah. Very well. Okay. I think California just made it that way too. I know. I know. California I changed great. their law about yeah. that. That's correct. Uh, wait, w- but that, but I think those elitists too, those mm-hmm. people that are born with a silver spoon up their ass, have that's never the been other part of the conversation. So, mm-hmm. And it's also possible that he was so drunk during this time that he blacked out. It's also possible uh, that he did shit like this so many times and got away with it that he's just like, okay, I you might believe you. that. I don't want to put words in his mouth, Megan, but I'm pretty sure John doesn't think that actually that that that, 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 no, that no. Makes him, renders him immune. No, from no, no, no. I don't, I don't think that either. Um. Uh, so, so on this topic of, of, uh, of doubling down, like you said, it reminds me of, do you guys remember when that Volkswagen scandal came out a few years ago? Yep. Uh, I was listening to a piece on NPR actually, where, um, they were talking about how, um, CEOs based in different companies handle, um, Accusations of that caliber or type about about the company for which they the companies that they had right. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about um, I think it might have been Toyota 
mm-hmm. when they had the um, the braking or um, or no it was it was t- Honda Taka- handbags. Yeah, it oh, was yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. The um, it, Takashi or it was definitely acceleration because Honda had the, the uh, airbag. It was the it was the airbag Honda thing, yeah. right? So, um, so it was that airbag company. It was Japanese, and they were talking about uh, how Volkswagen handled it, and they noted that the CEOs from both of those companies were never like, ah, uh, no, 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 we didn't do that. They came out and said their first public response was, "Fuck you guys." We did that. Sorry about that. And then they stepped down. Mm. Uh, and then they were looking at how many American uh, companies whose CEOs have done, have taken that approach. Very small. Not. It, I mean, it was zero. <laughs> the guy from Wells Fargo guy is still in place, isn't he? That's a good question. No I'm going to go ahead and guess yes, <laughs> despite that fucking god-awful testimony in front of Congress. So I wonder, is, it, is this a, an American thing? Is it a dude thing, or is both. this an American thing? I think it's an elitist thing. I would say both, a dude American thing, the particular flavor of American dude. I mean, most CEOs, I'm, I'm not going to say all, because I don't know of any statistics, but I would imagine, I could be wrong, but most CEOs have been pretty privileged most of their lives, probably, right? Maybe that's wrong. I don't Making an assumption. And that's a generality I, assumption they can It make. is. Well, we talk about the, you know, um, the, uh, what is it, the school to prison pipeline. How about we talk about the fucking, like, prep school to goddamn, you know, political office pipeline mm-hmm. that also exists. It's yeah. the same sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, they all know each other. Same sort of bumpers and rails that basically, that basically protect certain classes of people from certain kinds of legal intervention. I mean, yeah. we talk about how lots of black and brown communities are plenty over-policed. How about how certain suburban communities are underpoliced? When mm-hmm. we know for a fact that if you do drugs, regardless of race, because pretty much brown folk and white folk and black folk do drugs at pretty much the same rate, we love drugs. You know who gets arrested for what? It's one of the things that Cynthia Nixon gets charged with. Yep. Well, yeah. if you're white, it's a kids thing. You know? Exactly. Yeah, because boys um, are boys. So, like I said, from mean, that thing, the the richer your daddy is, the the longer you're allowed to be a boy. I that's, think that's I a very that good. What she said, but it was on the Love It or Leave It show this week. Listen to. Uh, we were talking about Betsy DeVos before we started recording about you know. Yeah, her basically her presents as a very vapid individual. Oh, she's dumb. That I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, you can be educated, educated, and be fucking dumb. Well, it's also a matter of. In much the same way that a lot of professional athletes get to go to certain classes that don't actually require intellectual effort. Or, I mean, hey, come on. We really think that George W. Bush got into Harvard on his grades. I, this Was is it next, Harvard well, that he Same went thing to? for fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, All those the, motherfuckers. The first, the first husband and the husband-in-law. What's his name? God damn it. Uh, husband-in-law? Yeah, Ivanka's husband. husband. Is it Polly uh, Shore? Kushner? Yeah, Kushner. Same thing with him. He he only got into Harvard or Yale, whatever, after his daddy made a massive yeah. fucking donation. Yeah, gross. So to, to be clear, there there are cla- there is there is class in America. We don't talk about and there is a show. lot of drama in that family. Yeah, something to start. Setting brothers setting each other up with hookers to blackmail them <laughs> and then get them in jail. It's just but the, the, just. You start in privilege, you stay in privilege. Yes. And then the idea that this is a topic that is not being discussed at all in regards to, because there's this, there's this veneer, this belief that like, yeah, okay, just he, he went to these schools and he did these things. And, and any tarnish on that reputation will ruin his life. It'll destroy his life. How speaking many times have you heard of, them say that? Uh, speaking We're going to destroy his life. Mm. Uh, so, so 
somebody said, I don't know if it was you or if it was, I think it was you, Otiano, said earlier something about, um, maybe it was you. I don't know. All you dudes look the same to I me. I understand. Um, like, <laughs> having Trump uh, vouch for your character, particularly <laughs> in this context. Is not exactly a good look. Not necessarily a ringing endorsement. So He's not the so, only one. So did that, what's it, Roy Moore, the pedophile? Uh, yeah, so. Did Roy Moore, so there's, yeah. Kavanaugh? Oh, nice. There's a quote from the Washington Post. Stop helping. Was, um. I think it was on it was this last Thursday. It says, quote, Trump broke his silence on the allegations Monday, praising Kavanaugh as, quote, one of the finest people that anybody has known and signaling that he supports a hearing on the allegations. So, well, then, if you say so, special shout out to the whatever ridiculously large number of uh, suburban white women that voted for Trump out there or white women altogether vote for Trump. Are you guys done yet? Are you? Are you done yet? Never. Um, I mean, too invested at this point. I mean, you can only deal with pan drippings from the table of power for so long. You guys can get a piece of the pie too. It's okay. You can get you can get your own actual pie. Okay, but it's an abstraction. They don't know what that looks like to get their own piece. They've always shared pieces, and they always will shared pieces. Share pieces. It's like. Um, Telling somebody that grew up in a neighborhood and a family where nobody went to college, like, if you study hard enough and if you try hard enough, you'll get into college and everything will be fine and it's totally within your control. These women do not believe that because they've never seen it. I'm familiar with uh, an auspice of the narrative you're describing uh, seen through the eyes of my own experience. Um, as a person of color in that context. I'm not trying to give some blithe, like, just work harder, it'll be okay. What I am trying to say is that you don't have to sacrifice and or be knowingly complicit into such things or, or play no, into the tropes in that don't. fashion. There, there's a certain degree You're of... You're working against your own best interest when you yes. do it. And, and trust me, it's I've, the actually, American way. I've literally sat down and talked to conservative women. They're just like, of course, I believe in reproductive rights. But she told me about how they talk amongst themselves about how they feel this way personally and that way politically. And they're assuaged by the fact that there's literally a list of reproductive options that women of privilege have that poor women don't have. So the issue is almost entirely abstract. For them. Yeah, well, I've always had a like rich women can go to certain private doctors and get and abortions. get the services they need. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's it's pretty yeah. much just no abortions for poor people. Yeah. Because everybody else's they can abortion go, is, yeah, is bad except for mine. Safe. Nobody will ever know. Mm-hmm. There's no line of protest. But in North Carolina, at some point, you could be sterilized completely for free. You're welcome. Yeah. That was also largely along class lines. Yes. No. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. They were all. Or I've got mostly a, women of color. Kind of a question, but if we can go back to the Kavanaugh hearing. Well, A, he should have been out when he perjured himself a number of times. But, like, the Republicans knew about this for a while. That there, this, knew about there is this They had 65 women ready and well, waiting that, to testify in his favor. That's And so that's... I don't... Like, there's this assumption that some Democratic Democrat staffer leaked her name to the press... Because um, I've heard it on a bunch it of shows. It was anonymous that, for a while. Yeah, that it was anonymous, and somebody leaked her name, and it got out, and then that Diane Feinstein linked it or something. I, I guess it doesn't really matter now, but it seems to me that there, it's almost kind of worse that the Republicans knew that 
that there are these allegations before his hearing and then decided not to bring it up as a topic. Powers out. Why would they do that? What is their incentive to do that? But there's, they have like a whole list of, of fucking right wing judges just like him. I mean, could, could, could this have been why Mitch McConnell was like, hey guys, I don't think we should go to Kavanaugh because it would be harder when we hit. Is that why? Is, are, are they, is, is the only reason why he's the one chosen is because he said that that he read that stupid paper about president shouldn't be able to. I would love that to makes, know. Is that, that does the make only sense. reason why? Well, I would love to know why. Think he about was the, the Republic, think about the case against the president. It's pretty obvious to me. I know, but did, but 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 the president aside, the Republicans don't like Trump either. But they don't Wouldn't care they as long as he keeps signing. Rather shit. have fucking Pence. They don't. They can get to decide. Trump did. Um, it's his uh, choice. I, I, he right. is, after all, the finest human being. Mm. So yes, that that's the only met. reason why Kavanaugh's there. So Trump thinks that he would, if he came to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So on that topic, you had brought something up earlier. Well, I mean, we we touched on it just briefly about you know, didn't say anything at the time. So Trump sent out a tweet that was Ugh. like, "Well, if she said, quote." It was as bad as she says it was, end quote. Then she would have come forward sooner. Nobody believes that, though. Don't they? You think nobody believes that? There are people defense? that do. There are plenty of people. I'm that afraid do. that a majority really? of the people believe that. This is, and the, the, that we is, literally just had this conversation. Well, I, I don't believe that, which is why I said nobody believes yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, We're all on the same page, but. I'm sorry, go ahead. Who, uh, who, that was a... <laughs> who, ah! Yeah, it's a De Niro. Yeah, well, not De, uh, Pacino. Pacino, whatever, they look exactly the same. They do. They're in the same films, for fuck's sake. It's They're actually, the same person. It's actually one person vibrating rapidly in heat. I thought time. it might be. That's why it's called heat. It's chemical vibration. <laughs> yeah! Oh, they were in the same Hey-o! movie. Oh, come on, I'm glad you like that. that oh, was that was really... Yeah, yeah, nice. High five. I don't think Up I know top. what Robert De Niro looks like. Like, like Al Pacino. Yeah, exactly. Picture exactly Al like Al Pacino, but with which the mole. One was the, which which one mole. was the one with the the taxi driver? Is that De Niro? De Niro. Okay. Yeah. He was good. the hotter one. Wow. I'd fuck him in that movie. Really? I've never seen that movie, though. Well, that is the measure of someone's worth. God, I tried to rewatch Scent of Woman recently. That movie's fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, the worst. Story. Oh, my fucking God. So, so coming forward, why, why wouldn't you come forward? Just come out as a woman and say... <laughs> and be burned at the stake by this, everyone in the country. This rich white dude forced himself on me. What are the problems with that? I can't see one. Why wouldn't you just... Because buying tickets to your own barbecue, <laughs> literally a barbecue of yourself, is insulting. It's totally the best thing anybody can ever yeah. do. It's great. Just go for you it. You should get them for free at least. Exactly. Right. You get you get comp tickets, and you can you know, have like five or six friends, you know, that show up to you with uh, that show up to you on the congressional com- committee, and you know, for the hearing, and then everybody else, you know, they they sell the tickets, and you get none of the profits. It's awesome. I don't know the number, so I can't say most, but I will say many, many women. Uh, during the course of their lives, have been sexually assaulted in some fashion. I have more friends that have than have not, and we've even it's yes. it's high in the gay My community point. too. We we discuss it. It's yeah. Uh, the most 
vivid example that I can remember personally was probably 2013, some dude that I worked with, all of us from the office were at the bar. We went, uh, he needed a ride home. And I was, I'll say less drunk than he was, but I was not not drunk. So that was bad. Uh, and he needed a ride home. And I was going to take him two blocks to his house and drop him off. So we get to my car. Uh, we get in the car. Super duper Christian guy. Mm, of course. Yeah. Uh, but told jokes, so I still talked to him, right? Mm. Uh, and I go to turn the car on. And before I'm able to do that, he turns to me and says something like, uh, I think you're really hot, blah, 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 with conviction. And uh, starts talking about how he loves porn, but his wife hates it, so he can't watch it, so he doesn't have an outlet. And then just, like, grabs me all over the place. All over all of the places. And I am impaired, so my reaction is slowed, and I'm not really sure what's going on. And I think the only thing I said was, uh, like that. And then he says something about, I would fuck you, uh, but your car is really small, something, something. And then, like a fucking asshole, I say, uh, you should get out, but you need a ride home. Do you want me to drop you at your house? And he said, no, I'll walk. And he gets out and he leaves. And I think about it. It's like, you know, people cat call you and you're like, oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. You know, like mm -hmm. you thank them for being a dick. So he gets out of my car and he, I assume, walked home because the next day at work, I was at my job. He, he worked in a different office. He calls my work phone and he says, uh, hey, I'm really sorry about last night. And I was with a patient, a client. Mm. And I said, I'm at work. And he says, oh, okay, I'll let you go. And that was it. That's the last communication I ever had with this dude. But I wonder sometimes, like, did he absolve himself completely of his feelings of guilt? Like, do we, like you were saying earlier, did I apologize for, my, not that this is the same thing, uh, but do, do we apologize to people for ourselves or we do it? Or do we do it for them? Mm. I don't know. I think we do it for ourselves. I yeah. I mean, I assume he hasn't killed himself or, like, put himself in some terrible situation as a, you know, act but of But then if you're on the penitence. receiving end of the, of the apology, sometimes that feels good, too. Oh, it didn't feel good. Not, not, not in this situation. Right, right, right. But, you know. He knew I was at work. That's not a place where you can speak candidly. Yeah. Or necessarily we are comfortable having emotions and or, you know, displaying said emotions or interacting and emotionally with And not expecting it. Yeah. Not at all prepared. I did not expect to receive a phone call from this person ever. Mm. But uh, I don't, I can't say that it was worse getting a phone call of apology from this person, even if it was out work I, I i don't know what would have been better i haven't even thought about what would have been better i just think about like how shitty that person is and how entitled they feel to do certain things 
and whether or not they continue to behave that way. And uh, I, I remember like driving home, he gets out of the car and I'm driving, I was supposed to be going to our other friend's house from the same group of coworkers. And first I was like, and it wasn't a long drive, but first I was like uh, confused and then very quickly I became like upset. And when I got at the house, I was like crying because I was angry with myself, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. It's so I didn't, fucked up, but I can understand. But how then you, you know, so, yeah. and I didn't want to tell them like, okay, was I didn't know because they, you know, like nobody said this to me, but, but you, you anticipate that people will at least think like, well, why didn't you say like, hey, don't do that, you piece of shit, and then punch him in the face. Mm. But, and the answer to that, in this particular case, was that I was a little bit drunk, and I was going to drive. And so you feel like, oh, that negates, you know. I think also sometimes you have these like fantasies of what you would do if you were ever in this situation, thinking that you would react one way, and then you're in a situation where, like, let's say you... You'd think, oh man, if I saw somebody smack a woman in the face, I would be the hero and jump in and and then it happens and you, you, you freeze. Yeah. And and even outside of um, like sexual assaulty type things, I think we should do less of that. Like saying, oh, this is what I would do if mm-hmm. I were in that situation. Because if you haven't been, then you cannot possibly say mm-hmm. what it is you would yeah. do. Like Trump, I think I would run into oh, that, my, that I was school. Just thinking I, was, about that. I would run into Shit. that school and fight that shooter. <sighs> and I think I would punch him in the yeah. face. <laughs> I think it has a surprising amount to do with a certain fundamental thing. And please correct me if I'm wrong. And you guys, uh, uh, let me know how you feel about this. But um, we don't want to make, even though this other person may be in the midst of making you really, really uncomfortable, some part of you doesn't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Where it's like, really, there's like all these fancy social mores and rules that we have Mm -hmm. that you literally trust the person next to you to not immediately start trying to set their their fucking teeth to your jugular. Because that's literally like an agreement we have to not do with each other, right? Particularly pronounced with women. We are socialized to be polite. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying Mm -hmm. earlier, somebody cat calls you and you're like, oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. I do like this shirt or whatever. They're not complimenting your fucking shirt. No. And I think that's that's the thing that like I I gestalt that is there's this book by uh, uh, Perdido Street Station written a long time ago. It's a really crazy book that deals all kinds of things. But the end of the story ends up with this one character. Not spoil it for anybody. Uh, I'll not spoil the book for anybody. But the short version of the story is that um, they end up describing uh, sexual assault and describing rape is a very is a very very simple phrase that made me rethink the concept. Is you the act of taking away someone else's choice. The act of um, someone trusts you to not do violence unto them and you give them the space to be them and they give you the space to be you and for a moment that person pretty much says that what you want doesn't matter. And the fundamental negation that that consists of, unless the person expresses an understanding of and, and, and that concept carries over not just sexual assault, but just like any time when you 
erode someone else's existence in that fashion. If the person apologizing doesn't understand that aspect of what they've done to someone else, the apology is kind of invalid. And that answers your question, both of your questions really, about like how much is it about you? You can feel bad about what you did, mm-hmm. but do you recognize how that made the other person feel and what you did to cause that erasure? If you don't get that, then and or if you don't feel bad about that, not for your own sake, but for their sake, then you're kind of missing the point a little bit. A comprehensive understanding really is the most important thing that can happen after it's already done. Yeah. And so rarely does that happen. Yeah. So. Do you see this um, headline on Newsweek? Republican women on Kavanaugh sought claims, quote, what boy hasn't done this in high school? Uh, yeah, right. That, so it's just cool. That's it, what that's what they're willing to sacrifice so, for pan drippings. But hmm? it's it's just I don't I don't know why that just really bums me the fuck out. But it bums me the fuck out because it's an acceptance when mm-hmm. it, there really shouldn't be an acceptance. Like this is totally normal. This and, and it's, is, and, but there also needs to be a, an acknowledgement that in some ways this is totally normal. <laughs> not normal as in natural normal as this shit's going on and we're not. Do you remember a couple years ago when there was this concentrated effort to like uh, teach consent to uh, young adults that were entering college? Do you remember that when they were trying to really teach consent to what consent meant and the the blowback that they got from Mm -hmm. the right wing? And how weird that is. They're like making jokes of like, oh God, now they have to write a contract. Was the dumb, um, You're yeah, ruining uh, the sexiness of this moment. Well, actually, whoa, whoa. Let's pause right there for a second. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's something really, really, really important there. Oh, I yeah, know. Because I think the tagline was consent is sexy. I remember that being like kind of like a PR type of a thing. Consent is sexy. Did, did <sighs> there is this, among the dudes that I know, and uh, interact with, especially in the Marine Corps, there's this talk about, there's a lot, and Alice this is locker room talk for other dudes. But that, like, if you do talk about putting on a condom, or if you do talk about whatever it is, it's kind of like, this is going to sound silly, giving sex to Jesus. Huh? Okay? In the idea of absolving yourself of the responsibility of what happens. He will provide the condom. Yeah. No, no. If you, if you actually discuss what it is that you're doing, then you're accepting the accountability for what happens. If it's just your body's moved of their own accord, or if it's just you touch that person and they touched you back and they didn't say they didn't like it. So it must mean it's okay. And that covers both. Oh yeah. They need to, well, she didn't say no. Exactly. She had this horrible look in her face, but let's be clear on the, on on the on the uh, uh, cultural subtext there, where a lot of women are taught like you know guard your virginity like it's you know this uh, uh, um, elaborate treasure of yeah, whatever. The, the men if are I, taught the opposite. If I of don't that. stop him, he's going to keep on trying. I didn't stop him, but I didn't say yes either. So they're quote not responsible either. Mm-hmm. It's this culture of trying to so avoid everybody the is absolved of responsibility. You're giving your sex to Jesus. You're just saying, well, our bodies touch. The, it's like it's like that super creepy old school hookup where you like. You go out to the bar with somebody or you go wherever and you end up back at their place and you're lying side by side spooning and then someone's hand starts to wander a little bit and see mm-hmm. if maybe something's going to happen. As opposed to, hey, I'm kinda I'm kinda feeling it. You wanna, I never you heard, touch what I I always just like, what's that hard thing poking me? Oh, he's purposely putting his dick. D- dude, penis prodding is totally a subtext <laughs> of that same kind of thing. This is my point. 
People people don't want the absolute responsibility. It's a culture of shame around their own sexuality is the part where they don't want to just say, hey, let's bang. Did I, and did accept I, any of the responsibility. You don't want to be rejected. Or, or be responsible for the fact that you if it, you've accessed have this, rejected someone or, or, or that you are even a sexual creature in the first place it's right. something you want to do if it's just this weird animalistic thing that we do in this strange kind of abstract space that we don't define or discuss maybe the answer fine. is everyone should when that starts to happen everybody should stop and at least one of the party maybe both of the parties go to their respective corners and ask Jesus. <laughs> let's wait. Wait. WWJD. Wait, wait, Megan. Megan. Let's let's all let's all bow our heads and pray about this. Okay. See if we really want. Let's moment. Take a moment. Okay. <laughs> did I ever? I, the hard dick prodding made me think of a funny story. <laughs> all of this time, is funny. What are you talking about? Where I accidentally sexually assaulted someone, but it was. What? Okay, this looking this, back. This just got really no, no, dangerous, Sean. No, no, what you no, got? This, this, is, this no, just no, got. No, no, uh, no, let me let I'm me finish of where the story. This is going. So I was get, I was in line to get a drink, and you've seen you've been to the Grapevine late on like a Friday or Saturday. There's a mm-hmm. I mean, they pack a lot of people into that tiny little place, especially when it's raining. <laughs> and so I was in line to get a drink, and I was you know I had my arms off to the side, and I felt behind me, and I you know have you ever felt something like you don't realize what it is because you're drunk and you're looking ahead and you're like i did that at brunch today like, with my foot and i was like what is this and so i did one of these like what the fuck's behind me i turned around it was one of our friend's boyfriends and i was totally grabbing his dick and i didn't realize it and i was so, okay i was so embarrassed he had a huge smile on his face and i was, was like i'm so sorry the huge smile makes it less rapey so good job john good job i, I mean okay and he had a boner for some reason i don't know why <laughs> It's a physiological response. But I zeroed That's in on another, that like a fucking yeah. heat-seeking missile. I, yeah. And I was really embarrassed. I'm going to go more with the smile than the boner because we can get into long discussions about the fact there are plenty <laughs> of folks did, that produce like fluids a, I turn or around boners and he had and a shit-eating grin on his face. There you go. Doesn't mean he liked it, John. <laughs> I will happily take the smile more than the boner in that context. I really mm-hmm. did not know. It was just one of those things where you're like, what is Mystery this? Mystery I'm going to leave this. I don't have a dick, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about dicks, as everybody knows. Yes, Megan has no never seen them, one. Touch them, see them, smell them. Huff but them. my the intent, <laughs> the legal buzzword, the intent was not there. Megan, professional penis huffer. <laughs> Nobody pays me for that shit. I wish they would. I think I, I'll say uh, once we're done. I think I need. I think you know this person. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Oh my god! I'm okay. also interested in talking again about the uh, teacher from our high school. We'll talk about that off air. Yeah, yeah I'd I, like I, think, to uh, I think if anybody else has anything else, I think we're, are we good? Oh, we there's good? a sex bot brothel that's opening in Houston in October. Uh, which I is forgot about that. Talk amongst yourselves. It's a terrible idea for a You and the little mermaid can go fuck yourselves. That's Goodbye. The, that's like the fourth time you've said that. Well, I mean, it's a really, it's a really good episode. I really just, I think you should just hear it. Was that like The Office? No, it's from This American Life. Oh. Uh-huh. I have to go back and find it, honestly, because I haven't... I mean, is, I've listened to I will all send you the... In fact, you know what? I'm going to put the link Is on... Bojack Horseman as good as everybody says it is? Yes. It's, I've never seen it. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. But I, you know my humor. Would I think it's funny? Yeah, you will. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's his name? Uh, is it Will Arn... No, I it's not... Uh, that's Big name. Mouth. Have you watched Big Mouth? That's funny. Big Mouth's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be a goddamn hormone monster it's when the I other guy. Up. It was the one that was married to Amy Poehler. That's Will Arnett. 
Okay, that guy's a fucking douche. Is he? I thought he was kind of cute. In yeah, the that's the, that's the problem. I think a lot Will of people Arnett's think the, he's cute. Will Arnett is in the uh, is in Big Mouth. I'm currently looking up hormone monster why costumes. He, why is he a douche? Did oh, you see but, Flaked? No. I feel like his character. You have not seen it. I feel like his character on Flaked is probably like closest related to his actual. What? But what? 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 In what? In his real life. Didn't you like you? he was married to Amy Poehler and then he was banging somebody else and then left her for that person? I think that's what happened. Hormone monster hmm. costume, big mouth. There was Will Arnett and there was Will Forte. Will Forte is the one that I think I don't is like funny. Will Forte. Okay. Will Forte. What? Which one is he? He was on Last Last Man on Earth. Oh, or? okay. I was thinking that you were. I was thinking of the guy that does. That's like the same character, kind of like Adam Sandler, but his name's Will and no. he's a cokehead. How seamlessly we transition oh, between topics. Oh, wow. That topics. is a fabulous one, though. Woof. Okay. All right. So we'll just, uh, so there's a sex bot brothel in Houston. Look it up. It'll be disgusting, probably, hopefully, to you. In Houston? Yeah. So do you like, you rent these these robots and bang them? Yeah. And How is, you asked me. I'm surprised me, that that'd be considered legal. Oh, that's part you can't of the... get a hand job from a masseur, but you can bang a robot. Oh well, yeah, well, you're not a real person. I mean, you kind know. of like a woman, like a sex worker. <laughs> to be absolutely clear, when the robot revolution happens, I am on the side of the robots just because I I support exploited labor. I don't think that they are going to want you on their side. What was the I'm thing cool with that, that you? I will die right. They kill you just like everybody else. I will die yeah. right. <laughs> All right, so a uh, sex robot brothel will be open for business in Houston within the next 10 days. That This was uh, on the 21st, so Thursday, I think. Um, Can I carry around the severed head of Garrison Keillor if I wear my hormone uh, monster costume? No. I, I think, think I should, should totally carry around the severed head of Garrison Keillor. Are the, uh, are, are we, are, oh, and there was the thing that you wanted me to talk about, about how the sex robot was um, molested and like her fingers were broken and yep. it was completely, yep. quote unquote, soiled. Because men are fucking trash. But exactly. wasn't it also like they, they wanted to pass this robot around the world and like, like didn't even make it out of the first state before humans just destroyed it? Are you talking about the hitchhiking robot? Because that's different. Yeah, something like that. It's definitely, the same premise. It was definitely not a, well, I would argue it's a everything. very Here's, different premise. The, the headline is... Uh, Related, but This is from separate. the BBC, and we'll all include, include a link. Yes, uh, all the links. All of the links. Sex robot sent for repairs after being molested at Tech Fair. This is September 2017. Yeah. So uh, she was just out for display and uh, couldn't, couldn't make it past the, the physical abuse slash molestation stage. Not even for, you know, I mean, this is probably a short conference. So. Uh, anybody else have anything? No. Nope. I just want to say that despite the fact that I'm definitely interested in a... Uh, uh, hormone monster costume. Mm-hmm. I don't identify as a furry myself. I think furries are cool. Furries keep doing your furry things. But um, I'm just going to have to seriously consider this costume because seriously, y'all. Okay, well, it's coming up. Yeah. 
So, what would a furry consider that cultural appropriation? What the fuck? I think it's a little no, no, no. I, I don't Be, where, where the fuck I'm you not want. saying I'm not trying to divest myself from cultural appropriation allegations. I'm just trying to say that you know furries are cool too, and you guys you know rock your rock. All right. Well, hey Jesus, enjoy the uh, song "Bloodkeeper" by Li- by not Liz Fair by <laughs> Speedy Ortiz, and we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do the death metal. Oh yeah, I forgot. Bye.